You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, my friend. Thank you for being here. We are so excited for today's conversation. It marks the day that 30 years ago, I welcomed Alexis into this world. Life-changing, monumental event, no regrets. It's made my life better having her in it. How are you doing today? I'm trying not to freak out because of what you just said. I am amazing. Thank you so much, mom. Freaking like it's here. My three is officially here and I'm ready. We got to start our day with a beautiful hike. Not quite at sunrise, but we did get to see the sun coming up as we drove out to the hike. How was that for you? The hike was great. And getting to start my 30th on a trail meant a lot to me because of the connection that I've had recently with nature and just coming back to finding myself and my heart and my spirit. The fact that I got to spend it on dirt today with you was extremely special. I choked back tears. I just welled up with gratitude. I wasn't choking back tears because if I really was, I would have just cried them. But I certainly was welling up being there with you. It was a great hike. You picked a beautiful spot. and Oh, and the weather. Stop it with the weather right now. Literally this morning when we started, it was like 74 degrees because it dumped rain last night. Also, that rainstorm was amazing. The weather was perfect. I got to come down to Arizona to share the weekend with you and some of your friends. So when you talk about the weather being beautiful here in Arizona, to start a morning with a little bit of humidity and 74 degrees is definitely amazing. And everything looks so green. Yeah. <laughs> My roommate says it perfectly that after it rains in the desert, like the desert comes alive. And there's been a few times in the past few months that it's rained and a day or two later we get out on the trail. And today was the first day that I got to go hiking right after a rainstorm. And she's right on the money. The color of the green, the clarity of the sky always feels different after the rainstorm. Just the texture of the air. As I've continued to learn to pay more attention to it and to really look up when I'm hiking, especially after rainstorms has been awesome. The clouds were freaking on point. Oh my gosh. Today was amazing. Yes. And it's just started. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like 11 o'clock. Sitting here in the corner studio today, it gets to be not just you and me, but Lexus, who else is with us? My OG (laughs) PIC from Fort Collins. Carly has held it down with me for a long time. Carly, welcome. Hello. Hello, podcast world. And happy (laughs) birthday, Lex. Thank you. Season 30, episode one. Oh my gosh, yes. No, that's it's your life. Yeah, Yeah. but we got to do it in volumes because I wear books on my back, right? So 30th volume, Mm -hmm. is that how that goes? Could be, yeah. Or chapter 30. Yeah, let's call it chapter 30 because definitely... Page one of chapter 30. Perfect, thanks. Yeah. Page one of chapter 30. (laughs) I like it a lot. We're super grateful that Carly's here. Not sure this was how she planned on spending (laughs) her morning. (laughs) Trying something new. 
That's what it's all about. Carly's here after spending the weekend, getting ready to fly out later this afternoon. And we're sitting around this morning, eating some breakfast and talking about what do we do with our time here and you two, especially getting to spend some time together before Carly heads back home. And Lex threw out this idea of let's have a conversation about turning 30 because Carly's already experienced that. And Lex was there to share that with her. Now we're here sharing it with Lex and we know I did this a hot minute ago, but we can get to that later. So your wisdom, though, the <laughs> wisdom. Yeah. So this episode, we're super excited because it is coming from the idea of throw some 30 at me. I am on page one of chapter 30 and I have my beautiful best friend here who can tell me all about you know, this next life chapter that she's living and what turning 30 has meant for her and the new milestones in her life. And also my mom who has this beautiful wisdom that I'm trying to extract and apply it to my life as quickly as I can so that I do not have to, you know, go through the same things. And when we put this in a recording and share it with you, beautiful friend, it means that hopefully you can start right now too. So let's go. Throw some 30 at me. Here we are. <laughs> this is my most favorite thing we've done so far this morning was we all were Googling. What does it mean to turn 30? What did you Google, Carly? I just put in like, what does 30 mean? And I keep seeing a lot of talking about like the number 30 and angel numbers. Okay. And this one says the number 30 is also a sign of spiritual awakening and spiritual growth. So I thought that was kind of nice. All I can say to spiritual awakening and spiritual growth is amen. Did it feel spiritual for either one of you? Yeah, I think I'm on like a journey of trying to become more spiritual kind of religiously. My fiance, he's definitely more religious than I am. I grew up like in the Catholic church, so I've always kind of been really hesitant about it, but I'm going to look into that a little bit more. Nice. So find what's a fit for you. Yeah. Cause I've always been kind of held back by it. So I want to explore. A yeah. Bit. What has been your hesitation around it? I think my hesitations, I don't want it to be forced, but then I have certain beliefs and I don't want to feel like I'm wrong. Mm. So finding a space in the church that kind of thinks the same way that I do. I know nothing about the variety of churches to be able to say like, oh, you should check out this one. <laughs> I haven't been an organized religious person for a very long time and certainly never by choice, like in my own age of being able to make that decision for myself. With that freedom and flexibility, I haven't gone to church and I haven't wanted to and have definitely felt adverse to it. I respect and honor and love that you want to hold on to the piece that says, I have my own beliefs. And if I'm going to sit in this space and respect the beliefs that you are teaching me, I expect you to respect the ones that I have also. Yeah. That you don't want to be made to feel like you're wrong. That is the type of church that I would like to go to. Can I ask you another question about it? Sure. Why now? Like, is there something specifically calling you to it? Yeah. I've always just thought like there's, you know, something higher. I think after like losing family members, you kind of have a different perspective on things. So I think maybe just being more spiritual that way. And I don't know. I just feel like there's something 
missing and I think that might be something to explore go explore different things until you find the thing that feels like a fit we all need to do that yeah why to see like my fiance his name's Dave hey Dave hey, hi Dave, Dave. he's always been super religious and I admire that about him we're going through this journey of planning a wedding and getting married. Once we get married, we'll be together like over 10 years. So we've made it work where he thinks this way and I think this way, but it works for us. I admire that he is a God guy and I love that. And his family is like that too. I want to get there. I got some books for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was magical. Thank you for sharing that with yeah. us. I didn't really think I was going to talk about that but here we are Carly that happens often on evolving truths we find that we start out with a discussion in one direction and before we know it we're off on something totally different this is the best freaking birthday present ever Carly and I totally cried in the kitchen together because (laughs) she gave me the formal invitation to be a part of her wedding and I get to stand next to her while she gets married And I am so unbelievably excited to watch you walk down the aisle and meet this man who has loved you through so many stages of life. Hold my hand. (laughs) We cry again. So to be sharing this time with you on recording, one, we'll always get to hold on to this. And that feels really special. And two, just thanks for being such a huge part of my life. Connection through conversation. That is evolving truths. And when we have conversations like, oh, I'm looking for spirituality in my life. Oh, yes, please tell me because I want to talk about that with you. Mm -hmm. Right. And we realize that we're not alone. And we remember that other people are really looking for a lot of similar things. But we got to talk about it. This platform of connection through conversation. So we remember we are not alone. And when we have these conversations that allow us to evolve into our next selves, We are an evolving truth. I love that. Carly, is there anything else that you're looking forward to or have in mind for your 30s? Well, like I said, I have a fiance. We are getting married September 23. Hashtag dancing in September. Okay, (laughs) let's go. I'm just really excited for married life. I've been with Dave for nine years and we've made a life together in those nine years we've done everything kind of backwards we don't do the norm we just do things on our own pace and now here we are I love that and you have done that from the very beginning I love that you guys have always done it your way yeah that's just our style even coming down to planning a wedding I don't want to do a lot of the norms. So to kind of answer the question, my 30s is all about married life and doing it our way. We should make sure we connect you with our dear friend, Caitlin, who has tiethenotyourway.com. Caitlin works with couples that are planning a wedding and want the wedding to be them. wanted to throw this out to the two of you the societal ideas of where we should be at the age of 30 Mm. right Mm. or even the expectations 
maybe that you've set for yourselves. And then if you're not at that point, what do you do with it? How do you feel about it? Carly, you saying you've done things backwards, like who wrote or who says this is how it's supposed to be done? I don't know who wrote that, but whoever wrote that, I don't think that's right. (laughs) You know, you, you do your journey how you want to do it. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. When we start to think about it like that, yet, as you talked about your journey, you named it as saying we've done things backwards. Yeah. While at the same time, we want to own saying, do it your way. But there's still kind of this implied judgment. Yeah. Or this thought that I'm not doing it like I quote unquote should be. Yeah. Yeah. The traditional way. Let's talk about that. I could really go down this rabbit hole. I've had two engagements in my 20s. Here we are. Vulnerability. Okay. I have been engaged twice in my 20s. And both times I felt like I found myself in those circumstances because I was trying to live life according to some picture in my head. I was trying to make it fit a mold, an idea or whatever. And maybe it was some outside pressure, but I really do think for myself personally, it was internal. Like I am my own worst enemy in my own brain. It is exhausting. But anyways, I was trying to make it fit this picture in my head. And I have watched you, Carly, choose you and the way that you and Dave are so intentionally. You always stuck to you. Thanks for being an amazing model in my life. (laughs) Thank you for being part of my life. I'm sharing that because I know for me, the idea that I was trying to live in my head was in my head. I think it got put there pretty heavily based on the models for me in my early childhood, which was religion. So those expectations were what was still there. I hadn't unlearned them and trying to deprogram myself was rough, but that's where mine came from. And that's what I have experienced. (laughs) So do you feel like the pressures were in your own head or were they like family? Was it society? Was it friends? I think it was more society. Like you're going to be with somebody for so long. Why aren't you engaged by now? Did you have people asking you that question? Yeah, a lot. We have our own timeline and my friends and my family have been accepting of that. And here we are on our journey to get married now. We just did it on our own terms on our own timeline. I'm going to throw this out as a reframe for both of you. As you talk about things, you don't need to qualify your experience. You don't need to put in that kind of apology for or explanation for not doing things the way everyone expects. We don't need to call our way backwards or slow It's our experience. It's our truth. And it is consistently evolving. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that was good. I like how you said that. Okay, I have one more question for Carly. How have you been able to hold on to staying true to what feels good to you? Because that is something I have struggled with. A good support system. Love my parents to death. They're going to always be my number one cheerleaders. Dave has been supportive. I've had great friends that support me. I'm not my biggest cheerleader. So to have other people being my cheerleaders is, it's good. I think that's another journey that I want to take in my thirties too, is having more confidence in myself. Amen. As you just said that, 
future podcast episode. <laughs> How do we become our biggest cheerleaders? Mm. Who do we fall in love with the most? Yeah. And it should be us. Lexis, I am so proud of you. I feel like you either said it last night or this morning. You... Don't say it out loud. What are you going to say? I feel like I'm about to be embarrassed. <laughs> you made the comment about being in a space where you feel comfortable with yourself. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. You feel comfortable being you. Mm. And that's really how we all should be. That's what we'd want to take into a relationship. As you're starting your 30s, what's one or two lessons that you learned Mm. from your 20s that you want to bring with you? I learned that there is only so much energy in my body and in the world. That's a finite resource. How and who I spend it with is really important to me. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned how to give and take energy in relationships and to be invested in relationships on a deeper level was really important to me in my 20s. Carly, you have been one of my longest friends. And I am so grateful for how we have been able to give and receive to each other throughout these handful of years. Even when it felt like we were distant, it was always without a doubt knowing that I could call you Mm -hmm. at any point in time. So thank you for being a giving energy in my life. And thank you for helping me learn how to receive love and support. This is where I want to cry again. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm watering up too. Well, for you too, for being a part of my life. You know, it's hard for people to make friends and keep friends. I think we've done a good job together being there for each other, never judging, just always being accepting. And we called each other when we first met, like we were our partners in crime, our PIC. (laughs) You're still in my phone like that. (laughs) But I think that's what friendship is about too. Like you can get through anything. So thank you for that. My pleasure. (laughs) Okay. What's something from your twenties that you're taking with you into your thirties? The first thing that comes to my mind is as we're sitting in front of your mom too, your mom can be your best friend. And it took me a while to get there. Because you're like a teenager and you're like, mom, like that's not cool. Like, mom, (laughs) can I tell you, moms? I always remember my mom saying like, Carly, don't try to grow up so quickly. Enjoy your time being young. And I always was like, no, I can't wait to be in college and do this and like have the independence. But now I call my mom and we'll be talking for hours and We said it this weekend, like I I said something and I was like, I literally just sounded like my mom right there. Yeah. But I. You both did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It happens all (laughs) the time. time. But I think your life lessons from your mom, those are important. Your mom knows what she's talking about. So I'm grateful that I have an amazing mom. One of the things that I think about is how quickly time passes. Mm. When you start to realize the importance of cherishing every day, Mm. every moment, 30s is that point where you start to look around and go, what do I want the Mm. next piece to look like? Mind you girls, a couple years ago, I turned 50 and I started to have that conversation Mm. with myself. Oh yeah. I mean, the car accident last year put that in such a perspective for me. 
in a split second of time, I found peace with dying next to this person that I was in the car with. I took a breath and realized that everyone in my life would know that I loved them and that I felt like I had done good in the world. And then I survived the car accident. And then I had the concussion, which was a continuous reminder to advocate for myself and practice every day to be the type of person that I need to be. It gave me an opportunity to reflect on some things in life that I hadn't looked at yet. And then I survived the concussion (laughs) and got back to a functioning state. And I looked around at my life again and said, okay, this isn't where I need to be. I think that we're only really going to be gifted a certain amount of time on this earth. And so every day that we wake up is a gift. And I want to live every day creating beautiful things. And I want to share beautiful things with the people that I love and people that I don't know, because maybe someone else in the world feels how I feel. We don't know it unless we talk about it. So here we are talking about it. Talk 30 to me, please. One of the quotes that I liked was from John D. Rockefeller, and it says, don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great. As you enter this next phase of life, stop holding on to what's merely acceptable. Amen. Oh, and take things at face value. When someone sits across the table from you and says something to you, believe them. (laughs) If you take what they say and you try and spin it to fit the story in your head, you're still holding on to some idea in your head. That is something from my 20s. If you sit across the table from me and you say X, Y, and Z, I receive X, Y, and Z. I no longer receive my own A, B, and C. Harley, any last thoughts or something you'd like to share? I was just happy to, one, be on a solo trip. Just time for me, but it's also good for me to slow down because I'm like a go, go, go type of person. I want to see everything and do everything. And you had me slow down, here, which has been <laughs> nice. We did the pool both days that we were here. And, but then we got to let out some aggression yesterday with ax throwing. Like that was so much fun. I got to do things this weekend that I've never done like ax throwing and now talking on a podcast. Lexus, anything you'd like to add? What was your favorite top- part? Oh, my favorite part. One, I just love the fact that you included me in the weekend. Yeah, thanks for being here, of course. That was super fun. As always, getting to work with you, talk about ideas. Our hikes were great. And that bougie brunch. Oh my (laughs) gosh, we could just have a whole podcast just on that bougie bougie brunch. brunch. Hashtag maple and ash. It was so awesome. It also was amazing to be completely aware of everything that was going on the entire time. This weekend, I had no headaches. I had no hangovers. I felt awesome all weekend. So that was a highlight for me. And I know I've said it, but I am just so grateful to everyone who was able to be here this weekend and to those that sent their love virtually also because I received so much energy, so much love over the weekend and I really felt supported. It is my hope for the world that we can learn how to give each other the birthday energy all the time every day that's how we should be living life in our relationships we lose that because we get caught up in the busy and we take it for granted and we let things get in the way but that type of connection 
fuels us and we need it in order to keep going. I guess that'll be our final send off for this episode is to continue to intentionally invest in the relationships and the connections in my life on a deep level. And I want to thank you, beautiful podcast listener, for being a part of this new community that we continue to grow and evolve and open bigger spaces in the world for people to connect and to be you. So as we begin chapter 30, page one in this podcast, we've written a few sentences on it. Looking forward to what this next year and decade holds for both of you, beautiful women, and all of you that are with us today in Evolving Truths, wherever you're at in age, would love to hear about your experience turning 30 or any age that you'd like to reference if there's one that stands out to you more or if there's something from an age that you turned or just a pivotal event in life where you're like, I need to share something about this. We want to hear that. Share those with us. We thank you all so much for being with us and can't wait to have you back next week. Like the show, follow the show, send the show to people that you are grateful for. Carly. Will you come back? Definitely. Not just to Arizona. Would you come back on the podcast? Absolutely. Cool. Stepping out of my comfort zone. Carly, thank you so much for being here again from the bottom of my heart. And until next time, remember, life is beautiful and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis in the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.